This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Recording in progress. Good afternoon, everyone. Shamalechem Ruchem We're continuing in the very important Sefer Tzipisal Yeshua. Today's learning should be Zuchos for Shalema for Binyamin Yonatan Ben Maya Esther Besor Shachal Yisrael. Today we also have a very chash of a live guest. Yedidi, Yedid Nafshi, Rabbi Yaron Halbertal, who's here live in the studios, so he's elevating the whole shir. We're talking about a very important question. What could be a more important question than this? And that is, the Chafetz Chaim says, if we look in the Psukim in Parshas Nitzavim, describing the state of Klal Yisrael, in the times of the coming of Mashiach, clearly Parshas Nitzavim says, V'haya chiyavoyu alecha habracha v'haklala v'shavta ad Hashem aleikecha, then Hashem will be Yashav Eshvuscha. In other words, says the Chafetz Chaim, from here we see that in order for Mashiach to come, we need to be on a Madrega of Tshuva. And the Chafetz Chaim is bothered. He says, we see in our time, Loi Achshir Dara The generation is not worthy. I mean, can we say that in our time, that we are Yashav to Hashem? Could you say in our time that there is major tshuva taking place, says the Chafetz Chaim, thinking about this, could offer a person, makoim lehesiyayesh, person could give up hope, how's Mashiach supposed to come? If the psukim say that we need to do tshuva, well that's, that doesn't seem to be happening. So how could we anticipate, how could we expect Mashiach to come? The Chafetz Chaim says, that the answer to this question, is, by asking another question. And that is the simonim of the coming of Mashiach in Mishnah and Gemara contradicts the simon of the coming of Mashiach in the Psukim. Again, in the Psukim, what's required is tshuva. And yet, if you look in the Mishnah at the end of Soita, you look in the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Dabsadi Zayin, the Gemara says, Ikvisad the Mashiacha, Chutzpah Yiski. Na'orim Pnei Zekenim Yalbinu, the young will ashamed the elders. Ben Menabel Av, Bas Kama Bi'ima, Chachmas Hasoy from Tisrach, Yerechet Ima Isu. So the Gemara seems to be describing that Klaiso will be on a very, very low madrega, below low. Low is an understatement. That there'll be a terrible plummeting of the Jewish people. So how do we reconcile the simon of the Chumash with the simanim found in the Gemara? And the Chafetz Chaim says there are many answers. Here is the most simple, clear answer. And that is in the times of the coming of Mashiach. There will be two categories of people. And says the Chafetz Chaim, and with this answer, not only will a person not give up hope of the coming of the Gula, Ha'adirah, the Chafetz Chaim says, Yoiser Karoiv In our times, it's more, in other words, if you think back to your, you know, 200 years ago, times of the Chassam Soifer, times of the Rajba, nah, for them, it was harder to anticipate the coming of Mashiach. But in our times, says the Chafetz Chaim, it's easier. And last, last time we got together, we learned there'll be two categories of people in the times of the coming of Mashiach. There will be those people who strengthen themselves with all their heart and all their soul, Shloimei Amunei Yisrael, and it will be a time when there will be many people who make breaches in the fence and proliferate 
false ideologies and other uh, seeking taiva and chemda and the forces of the Yetzirah will be extremely strong. And therefore, says the Chafetz Chaim, those who uh, remain steadfast to the Torah, those who remain steadfast to the ideals of Yerushalayim will have a much more challenging time. And there's nothing in it in this world for them. In other words, there's no shaloi l'shma involved. And therefore, says the Chavetz Chaim, we will apply what it says in Avis to Rav Nasan, that one time b'tzar is equal to a hundred times shaloi b'tzar. In other words, Chavetz Chaim is saying that what we will do in our generation is the equivalency of perhaps a hundred earlier generations. You know, because in general, let's digress for a moment to discuss another question. So this, this is not necessarily, you know, what we call um, on the blot, but let's just digress for a moment, because there's another question that the Chavetz Chaim doesn't ask here, but he asked this question in the Sefer Machane Yisrael. In the Sefer Machane Yisrael, Parak Chavhei, the Chavetz Chaim asks, if Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah and Rav Tarfain, if they couldn't bring Mashiach, if Ravina, Ravashi, Rava, Rishlakish, Rav Yochanan couldn't bring Mashiach, if the Goinim, the Rishonim, the Rambam, the Rif, the Rosh could not bring Mashiach, if the Chsam Soifer, the Marshal, Rabbi Kiveger, so how are we supposed to do it? So it's a little bit of a different question. It's not, a, not that we're not fulfilling the stipulations found in the Chumash, but how are we sw- supposed to accomplish what greater people than us did not accomplish? And the Chafetz Chaim writes as follows. I'll read to you his words. He says, How is it? It should not be a wonder in your eyes how we could be zoichet to what earlier generations were not zoichet to. The Chavetz Chaim says, kusha. This is not a question. Why? The truth is, we're much smaller than our ancestors. But But what we're doing is, we're combining our merits with the merits of our ancestors. And the Chavetz Chaim gives a mashal, like a midget who stands on the shoulders of a giant. So imagine, you know, you have to reach to the, the, the height of a, a skyscraper. And the, the giant is like only one story too short. And then a little midget gets up on his shoulders and he reaches the top. So you say, ah, oh, how did the midget reach the top? The answer is, the giant reached almost to the top. The midget just got us to the finish line. So the Chafetz Chaim says, whatever we do in our generation, will, um, will, it's not that we're claiming to be greater than earlier generations, we're merely just uh, finishing, putting the final touches on. But in this Sefer, in Sipis Yeshua, the Chafetz Chaim is taking it a step further. Because we're not just taking it to the finish line. Because the Chafetz Chaim says, what we're going to do is literally the equivalency of a hundred earlier generations. So let's say you're a Rebbe in a classroom. So if you have one Talmud in your classroom, it's like in previous generations, you had a hundred Talmudim in your classroom. And if you're Zoycha to do a mitzvah today, it's like a hundred mitzvahs of earlier generations. That's how the Chavetz Chaim sets it up. Why? Because of the difficulty of our time. Because we have so many people challenging us. We have people disparaging us. We have people mocking us. We have... 
the youth is leaving and abandoning Judaism, like we learned uh, last week. And therefore, there is no covet involved in adhering to the Torah. So therefore, we apply the rule, Pam Achas Betzar, Mimea Pa'amim Shaloi Betzar. Let's take this, let's develop this a little bit further, because in a certain sense, the conditions that the Chafetz Chaim is speaking about is not that applicable today. Because even though, yes, the majority of Jews today are not observant, but the observant Jews do not face the mockery and the disparagement and the shame and the scorn and the poverty and the hunger that the Chavetz Chaim is describing in explaining how difficult it is to observe the Torah. So in a certain sense then, what the Chavetz Chaim is saying, you might think is not relevant to our times. Maybe it's relevant to World War I, when in order to observe the Torah, you have to stand up to Bundists and Yiddishists and Communists and Socialists. And the majority of the people were mocking the from Jews in the papers, but that's not the situation today. In a certain sense, we never had it so easy. It's geschmack, you know? All the Bachim go around singing how enjoyable it is to be Jewish. So, in Merit Hashem tomorrow, we're going to make a little tweak and basically explain how even though the conditions of the Chavetz Chaim are are different than they are today, but the principle of the challenge is, is still there. Because the Yetzirah today is much stronger than it ever was. And we could still apply the rule, We'll develop that more tomorrow. I want to bring out one point today. Uh, um, the Chavetz Chaim brings, there are people today that in order for their children to be kosher Jews, Kedas HaTorah, as the Torah recommends, as the Torah ordains, Mekablim Aleim Lichyois Chaye Oini Vidoicha Koyimeim. Accept upon themselves to live a life of poverty and deprivation their whole life. Basically, in Europe, in the beginning of the uh, 20th century, if you wanted your children to remain observant, you know, basically that meant cutting out your meals. And from whatever little resources they had left, they would have to give up their wages for rabbeim, and teachers. That their children should strengthen in the Torah. And they don't move out, you know, to the suburbs to live a better life. No, they remain in the big city and they give their money to their teachers, to the rabbeim, to the yeshivas. And they don't go to faraway places where making a livelihood is easier. You ready? Why? In order to train their children in learning and fear of God. Says Chafetz Chaim, a parent that is dedicated with his money to ensure that his child remains on the straight and the narrow. Look what the Chavetz Chaim says. You could definitely say, That's considered total, complete repentance. So here you have a guy. He might have a virus on his cheshben. He might not be zahir in certain areas. You know how? You know why we consider him doing a complete tshuva? Because instead of moving somewhere where he'll make more money, 
he stays where he is and he sends his kids to better yeshivas and he gives up of his money to pay for their education. Says the Chavetz Chaim, that is tshuva shalema. Not that's chinuch shalema. Not that's the proper way to bring him. That is complete repentance. So when the Torah says Mashiach will come, when people will do complete repentance, the Chavetz Chaim considers being wholeheartedly dedicated to the chinuch of one's children. That is tshuva shalema. Now, we'll end off with the remez that Ramosha Feinstein brings. We know a remez to Elul. Umal Hashem Lekecha Es Levavcha V'yes Levav. Zarecha. Says Ramosha, why is Elul Marumaz in the words Es Levavcha V'yes Levav? Says Ramosha, because you don't think in Elul you could do tshuva and your kids, they'll do whatever they want to do. No. Es Levavcha V'yes Levav. The tshuva is only valid and accepted and worthwhile if it's levavcha and levavzarecha. So that's one category, of one way that we could fulfill what it says in the Yitzavim, that for Mashiach to come we have to do tshuva. Tshuva is being moitzer nefesh b'shvil chinuch b'nehem. Okay, we'll pick it up tomorrow. Hope to see everyone tomorrow, 4.30. Have a great day everyone. Kal Tov. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.